0: It's sippin' time.
1: Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that makes a reasonable attempt at being entertaining for at least 23 minutes. Stretching it. We are currently banned six states, three countries, and we are still on double secret probation at Faber College. Damn you, Dean Wormer. This is Maidman Bob, and joining me today, our Maidman Brent. Uh, it's a pleasure she, to be he here. He got it. I, I know. I, Mr. I, Happy I on it. the end. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> Somebody down there
0: needed to leave the bar last night a little or more early. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hungover. No. It's, uh, hey, it's a pleasure to be here. I love the cheese and cracker plate. I don't know why <laughs> you have that
2: today, but it's it's great to be here. And Maidman Maury. Thank you, Bob. I'm happy that I to report that I have dry toes today because I brought my wellies.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, dear God.
1: <laughs> Good old boy, Justin.
4: Good morning. You did a great job decorating the basement today for the Florida show, I got to tell you.
1: Well, you know, somebody's got to do it. So what can I tell you? It's clear where your allegiances lie, though, based on the colors you chose. Well, hey, there you know, is more than one you? Florida school, you know. <laughs> there is I, I don't know anything about that brent maury and myself are with the bourbon mafia the bourbon mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion with a passion for charitable work the group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events check us out on facebook at the bourbon mafia our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits of Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the
2: glass. Enema machines? What's an enema machine? <laughs> That's what he has. You no. <laughs> know. Uh, it's, My understanding is they're still out of order. Well, I'm sure they're out of order because it's an
1: enema machine. You know, you're know, you all out of order. This whole court is out of order. So, Yes, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them at www.finespirits.net. And our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit FTLWS.com. Or Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society on Facebook. There you go. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. In today's show, we're going to be tasting some whiskeys from the great state of Florida. Well, she
3: comes from Tallahassee.
1: Come on. The guys, the guy, the guys in Florida State play that dang thing all the time. I've never I swear. heard that
3: song, but I like you think it. It's,
1: you think it's the only song they've ever played? This, you see, I grew up in the place that has a, you know, we have a bucket full of championship rings down here in the south part of the state. You know, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm, am i uh am i like giving away
2: our age by playing that <laughs> you are i do like your Don johnson yeah the jack, the Leisure that he's wearing. well i'm wearing i'm wearing no socks <laughs>
1: in honor of of of, of rigs and yeah, yeah. Tubbs and, and 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 all of those guys so you know hey come on they i remember when they used to film that thing down here we used to go watch them <laughs> Yes, here in Florida, they do have whiskey down here. It's not just all theme parks and tourists. And but it's still mostly theme parks. Yeah, and yeah, it depends. Mostly you can always tell the season by the changing yeah. of the colors, the colors of the shirts the tourists are wearing. So, you know, <laughs> that and hanging chads. But, <laughs> but here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. We're going to be trying out uh, Timber Creek Distilleries Florida Bourbon, Timber Creek Distilleries Reserve Florida Bourbon, Timber Creek Distilleries Florida Black Rye, Zuba and sons bless you mr rye thank you wild buck whiskey rye whiskey white rye whiskey st augustine distilleries uh double, bourbon. Cask. double, cask. double cask. Bourbon cask and st augustine distilleries port finish so why don't we get into it and have brent tell us about our sips ratings
0: thank you Crockett. um
1: I we'll am be. the cracker to your tubs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with our sips rating, plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Bean. Water. Bean. <laughs> and water. Okay. And water. Ju- Justin, put that bottle down. <laughs> Two sips. Nice. Well, what else do you have?
5: Well, isn't that nice?
0: Three sips. Hmm. Interesting.
5: What was that again? Interesting.
0: Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's
5: classified.
0: Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good.
5: Oh my goodness! Yes!
3: Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Destin's getting excited about that. He's never heard that <laughs> sound before. So. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brett. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> Lord, right in the toilet. We're five minutes in and it's already there. All right. We're going to start out with the first one, Timber Creek. Timber Creek Distillery is located on a family farm just north of Destin, Florida, where they make each bottle and each batch by hand. And they're really working hard to try to develop Florida whiskey as a category unto itself by using as many local ingredients as possible. They use Florida limestone water, uh, local North Florida, North Florida corn, wheat, and oats. The oat whiskey apparently isn't ready yet. And Central Florida black, uh, brack. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I had. <We're> yourself <laughs> another bottle. I had <laughs>
1: Chinese food today, uh, brack rye. Um,. Currently the only thing that they bring in from out of state is the barley, is they just don't grow barley here in Florida. But they're using very little barley. Mm-hmm. The whiskey is also aged in the heat and humidity of Florida where the summers are hotter than Kentucky, but in North Florida at least the theory is that you get some cool months. So
0: I don't think they get enough cold
1: there. I don't know. I've spent a spent a summer in Tallahassee, and yeah, trust me, it's it <laughs> you know, they they scream in December when it gets down to about 40 for 15 minutes. You'd think that they're living in Alaska. Um, lastly all their whiskeys are bottled unfiltered Uh, timber creek also differs from many distilleries in that they water all of their grains watering is a process usually seen in beer making where you separate the clear liquid wort from the solids of the residual grains most bourbon distillers grind to a flour ferment and distill on the grain and they believe that watering gets rid of the tannins from the woody husks of the wheat rye and barley and makes for a cleaner spirit with a more clean finish and then lastly they mill cook ferment distill and barrel each grain individually so they make a corn whiskey they make a you know, they make a wheat whiskey they make a rye whiskey and then they blend each of the final whiskies in to make each of the expressions
2: that's what i was saying earlier when we were chatting and tasting and that's very unique you see that in wines and they'll often uh, ferment uh, each grape separately or each lot and sometimes each row of the vineyard separately and then blend to a final uh, flavor profile. I believe this is the first time I've ever seen where they're doing that with whiskey. Rather than having a mash bill that contains varying percentages of different grains, these guys are making uh, whiskey out of 100% of each grain and then doing a final blend to achieve what they're doing and i think it's 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 really interesting yeah, it's
1: a very interesting process well they were they and were nice enough to send complex. us they they do a whiskey blending kit that you can buy that has a bottle of the malt whiskey the, the wheat rye, whiskey, the wheat the wheat corn. corn it has all of them there and a little beaker and a glass stirring rod and everything so you can physically take however much of each one and, and blend them together and to get the flavor profile you're looking for which i also thought was very i mean it's very unique i mean it's a very brand has a kit.
2: graduated cylinder that would help with that yes i do yeah but, but he like,
1: uses it for other things and yeah. you really don't want anything you're drinking in your mouth going into that
0: graduated cylinder i'm just saying yeah that i mean that box the blending box is very a very unique idea it's beautiful you know it's mm-hmm. i it's you know it's Surprise! It kind of reminds me of the Angels Envy program where they take the three different blends and you blend them together to create your own recipe. Yeah, it's going to Uh, have to remind
1: you because you're not you're not seeing that one again. Not not for a couple of years at least. Yeah,
0: but unfortunately. Yeah, but this one here, I think we figured it out. You can have like 180 thousand different combinations if you just use five percent on each one. Hmm. So it's unique. Well, let's get to the first one. All
1: right. Uh the Timber Creek Florida Bourbon is at 46.5% ABV. This is a bourbon made of a blend of corn and wheat whiskeys.
2: So again, with this whiskey, it's I want to underscore that you can't talk about a mash bill. The mash bill is 100% corn or 100% wheat, mm-hmm. and then these two are blended uh to form this yeah. uh, Florida Creek Bourbon, which is um interesting yeah it's 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 a very it's well again they, and they water the mash i mean
1: it, i don't know anybody that does that so i mean they're they're taking a different approach on it we'll see if it works out in the future for them hopefully it
2: does i, I wonder whether it will meet the definition of the regs because the regs say that in order to call it bourbon it's got to be a mash of at least 51 percent mm. corn and you're really not allowed to add anything to it technically they're taking 100 percent corn whiskey and they're adding a wheat whiskey to it no, uh, i couldn't tell you i don't know if that fits the legal definition i leave that to the bureaucrats yeah ttb hasn't
4: figured it out yet they may never figure
2: it out let's ask one of the lawyers at the table what do you think justin
4: i think it doesn't meet the legal definition of a bourbon
2: thank you
0: Ooh, Ooh that's uh that's, thank you for the support it's gonna have It's it's got 51 percent corn it doesn't say how that corn has to go in there there's nothing it says it doesn't say how it has to go. It just no, has to say it's, that it's 51% corn in the mash. Doesn't, the mash has to be 51% corn. I don't think the head I don't think it says I don't think mash.
1: they here's the thing. I don't think they've taken into account this type of a process. So no. I I don't think the regs really speak to it. So I think the current by you
2: know, definition of the current regs it doesn't meet. It may meet the spirit of the regs.
4: Oh, well, if you apply the rule of lenity, then if it doesn't specifically exclude it, then you let it in
0: there you yeah. go so that's, Thank you, that's Mr. criminal
4: Lundley.
0: law so. yeah. I'm going to say that it uh, gee a lawyer who it. knows about criminal law isn't that redundant <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say with have, if you add 51% corn I don't think it matters how you add it Yeah, oh, but you can't add qualifies. anything to bourbon criminal lawyer is redundant yeah. we'll be back
3: on the road my darling wondering if we're only passing through open roads and open windows my hand is yours forever sweet
1: love and we're back and we're tasting Florida whiskeys and we're starting out with the Timber Creek Florida Bourbon all right let's get into it it's uh it's got a very white nose to it um on the palate, um, it's very young. Uh, you definitely get a lot of the corn up front. Uh, the oak on it is fairly heavy. It's very clean oak. It's not uh, musty or anything. It's it's very nice and pure oak. Um, finish on it, meh, medium finish. Um, I think it's a decent whiskey. I'd like to see where it's going to be in another you know 18 months to two years. I've um, never
2: heard those words from you before. I'd like to see where it's going to be. I'd like, like to here.
1: see it. Yeah, I'd like to see it. You know, it's uh, we'll see where it gets. Um, yeah, right now,
0: uh, two sips.
5: Well, isn't that nice? What do you think, Brent?
0: Well, I have to agree pretty much on all this. The the, the corn is the predominant, uh, you know, on your nose. It's mostly corn. It's all, almost all you get, and on the palate, you're right: heavy corn and heavy oak. And I don't know if, you know, maybe if this was aged, you know, if it was, uh, you know, created down here in Florida and then aged up north where you get those cooler temperatures, you know, or something that would take away some of the, you know, mellow out that flavor a little bit. But, yeah, it's just two sips.
1: Well, I don't... Well, isn't that nice? I don't know if specifically it's the temperature as yeah, much as or the, the time or
0: the, the rye and the time yeah i think it's the, the black rye that yeah. black rye might have that effect i on think the too.
1: time really was is the thing that it needs but it you know it seems like it's going in the right direction so
2: what do you think yeah. well i have to concur with the two of you um i think it's uh, nicely made i think it's uh, well done it's going the right direction it needs definitely time uh for my palate it's just much too young Um, I'm getting really corn on the nose, corn on the palate, corn on the finish, and uh, it's a nice corn whiskey. Um, There are other corn whiskeys that are as good or better. Um, I love the fact that we're making whiskey in the state of Florida. I, I, I think everybody should go out and buy a bottle of Timber Creek and have it in their collection if you live in Florida or elsewhere. Because uh, these little micro distilleries popping up need need love and support and nurturing while they're growing and maturing their whiskey. I'm hoping they held back enough stuff that they'll we'll see a two and three and four year release. All their bottles say that they're aged no less than nine months. We don't specifically know the barrel size, um, but I think uh, they all need a little bit more time. And uh, for now, we just got to uh, bear with it and nurture them along. I, I give this particular whiskey two sips.
5: Well, isn't
4: that nice? So I think that um, it's very important that we nurture especially as Floridians, the new whiskey industry, and I think it'd be interesting to have it as part of a uh, age vertical, where you have the newer stuff that's like 16 months, like this expression, and I want to see it in about three years, and I think three years in North Florida is going to age like 12 years in Kentucky, because you've got these hot summers pushing the whiskey right into the wood, it's not pulling it out much. So I think it's going to age fast. And I think if they do the blend right, if they achieve balance, it's going to be exceptional. I'll give it two sips today,
5: though. Well, isn't that nice?
1: All right, well, we're going to move on to the next one, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one.
4: So now we're reviewing the Timber Creek Reserve Florida bourbon. It's 50% alcohol by volume. And this whiskey uses a blend of corn, wheat, and rye. The bourbon is definitely dark in color. The nose that I got was a lighter nose than the regular bourbon. And, um, it, it kind of smelled like a cask finished product, even though it's not advertised like that. And I got a lot of licorice flavor on it and uh i would give it
0: two sips
5: well isn't that nice all
0: right brent what'd you think okay this one here when you with the the color the color on all of these is really dark uh that's that's the one thing that's surprisingly dark yeah surprisingly dark and so i think that 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 gets a little deceptive because when we're used to seeing dark bourbons and you know we're we're used to this bold flavor of uh, of vanilla and caramels and stuff like that, this one has the corn, and it just the, the just the, the small notes of bourbon uh, with the caramel and and the vanilla and into it. And the The bourbon notes are missing though. You know when you taste it, uh, you get that spice note and you get the oak. So you're missing that that vanilla and flavor that you get with with uh, bourbon yeah you get the grassiness that yeah
1: tells you, tells you you know it's it's not quite you know it needs the age
0: right it needs the right right but but what the deceptive part is the is the darkness of it because you're looking at that if you were look at that on a shelf you'd be like hey that's the one i need to get because you know if you a lot of a lot of dark bourbons are you know are very nice so this is all this, about color with you isn't it it's Later. all about color you know but this get a lingering finish of pepper and a bit of a of a bitterness you know but um i believe this will smooth out over time it, so you know but uh give it a two sips rating
5: well isn't that nice
2: well my favorite part about this was the color I, I i described it as mahogany it's just a beautiful color with a little a lot of deep rich reds and uh and i agree i was wooed wooed and wowed by the color and then uh i did think the nose is more complex than the um entry-level timber creek bourbon um but i agree brent it's missing a lot of the traditional bourbon notes that you would expect both on the nose on the palate um it's definitely got a little bit more complexity on the palate but what, what i really to sum this this whiskey up in about three words or so is uh, bitter oak bomb it's a little bit of it's got some bitter notes it's definitely got a lot of oak um i almost wonder whether it's been over oaked i mean it's hard to say when a whiskey's been aged for nine months that it's over oaked. but i think justin hit the nail on the head that in the florida climate with super hot temperatures and not a lot of remitting uh coolness i wonder whether the whiskey's just getting over oaked uh too quickly and we all know that it's not just about oak and uh and the small barrel and and the time but it's just about giving the whiskey time to mellow out and mature. Well, if you're and, using
1: small barrels, it doesn't take much to yeah. draw
2: out too much of the tan. You Correct.
1: Know? I mean, it's volume versus surface area, and that's a very, very delicate balance. Correct. To there are a number, number of
2: people out. that believe you can age whiskey faster in a smaller barrel. And so a lot of these new producers, be, being that they're not able to produce enough and being that they're trying to age it quicker, are producing and using small 10 15 20 30 gallon barrels instead of 52s and they are aging and and trying to portray or create a whiskey that's 5 years old in 8 9 10 months and you're exactly right there's no substitute for time you can get away with some of that but if you're not careful you're going to yep. get over I mean you yeah exactly you can you can
1: push it up to that line and try to get as much as you can out of the small barrel to give you that edge but if you cross that line it it's a it's
2: a pretty swift drop, so it's 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 dangerous, right? So for me, this whiskey is more interesting than the first one, um, but uh, like I said, I, I think this particular bottle and or barrel got a little bit over oaked, and that over oak uh, lent it some some bitterness. So again, I'd love to see this whiskey, this blend of whiskeys. It's really what it is, rather than a, a one mash bill. Um, more time, bigger barrel, but allow it to. To just kind of settle and marry and balance itself out, I think it's going to be a wonderful whiskey as it gains years and maturity. But for today, it's a it's a two sipper.
5: Well, isn't that nice?
2: Well, I'm gonna
1: ask you. I I, I can't really add much to what you guys have already said. Um, The one thing that I pick up on this with the rye in it is I pick up the rye notes but it's not what you would expect. When you've got a you know a high rye whiskey where the rye is part of one mash bill and you make one whiskey out of it, you know you get a certain rye character that way. The rye character I get out of this is more of the character if you've ever had a 100% rye whiskey, 100% rye whiskey has a very different flavor to it. It has a very different nose, almost this putty nose to it, and I get that flavor in this whiskey as opposed to say a high rye bourbon whiskey where you're making it using rye as a flavoring grain in the mash you're getting a different rye character to it um not to say that that's bad or wrong it's just it's different um it it definitely needs some time um i definitely got a little bit of the tannin out of the wood more than i did on the first one but i also got a you know a good bit more of the flavor out of it um Again, it, it, I, I think they're on the right track. I think they're moving forward, and I think they're doing the right thing. And you know, I applaud their efforts. You know, they're they're doing you know table to table to glass with all of their stuff. You know, it's all Florida grown.
2: Farm to glass, I think
1: you yeah. meant. Yeah, farm to glass. Um, so it's you know they they're doing the right thing. Good for them. And uh, yeah, I give it a solid two.
5: Well, isn't that nice?
0: It's a good thing you didn't have much to add to that.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, we're
2: going to move on to the last one from Timber Creek. We're going to have Maury do that one. Thank you, Bob. So this is the Timber Creek Reserve Florida. I'm sorry. This is the Timber Creek Florida Black Rye Whiskey. It clocks in at 46.5% ABV, so it's back down at the same proof as the entry-level uh, bourbon, whereas the Reserve was at 50%. This whiskey is made from 100% Florida Black 401 rye. It's a strain of a grain that grows only in Florida. And uh, I, I do want to applaud what they've done. I mean, uh, for those of you out there that don't know, working with with uh, rye is difficult for fermentation. It's difficult in lots and lots of ways. And there are very, very, very few whiskeys that are 100% rye. Even some of the best known uh, ryes that are out there um, are coming out of one of the biggest rye to Producers in the U.S. are ninety-five percent five, using that five percent uh, malted barley to give the enzymes to start fermentation. So working with straight rye is uh, is definitely a challenge. Uh, this whiskey's got a same uh, beautiful golden, bordering on mahogany color. Um, it's got a an interesting nose. If I didn't know better, I'd think it had some corn. I really get some corn notes on the nose. It's definitely young grain notes that I, I'm getting on the nose. Um, on uh, the palate, it's interesting. We I think we discussed it earlier, and thinks it thing I think it's got some uh, Middle Eastern spice to it, yeah. perhaps even a hint of cardamom. Yep. Uh, it's it's a very unusual taste. It's definitely different than almost anything I've ever had before, and um, I really like it. I like where it's going, and I think uh, I'd love to see this if it doesn't get over oaked. You know, another one, two, three, four years in the barrel. Uh, I think to let it rest, settle out, balance out, even out. It's gonna be a. It could potentially be a spectacular whiskey. So I'd love to see more stuff coming out of black rye. <coughs> I've not had any black rye whiskeys before. I like this one really quite a lot of the three. It was definitely my favorite, and uh, with that, I gave it a solid three sips. Interesting.
1: All right. Justin, what do you
2: think? So, I never had a
4: nose on a rye like this before. I, I definitely detected. Curry and I was speaking with uh Brent and he detected some clove on it and then I immediately got that note also. It was pretty subtle on the front end, but the rye flavor really populates the back end. I'd love to see them um put this in a freezer, like a commercial freezer, for a couple of days, two or three times a year to pull the whiskey back out of the wood. And I think that would give it some perfect balance. But it's a very interesting and good rye as it is. I give it three sips.
1: Interesting. All right. What'd you think, Brent?
0: Uh, The word "interesting" is just exactly it. Interesting.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very interesting. You know, and that's why the three sips uh, really kind of kind of uh, fits this because you do get you do get those you know the rye notes, a little bit of hints of vanilla in this on the nose and stuff, but you get the clove and like you said the curry, and so that's. That's really the the finish on it. Um, it mellows out a little bit, but um, it it needs a little bit more time. And uh, interesting is really the word of this of this. It's it's a different rye than anybody's used before, and so that's why I guess we're we're intrigued by where this can go and what's going to happen with it, and you know who else is going to use it. I know a couple other distilleries are looking at uh, using Florida black rye, um, so. I'm gonna go three sips. Hold on, I was sleeping. Interesting, interesting,
3: interesting. Yeah, well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: Thank you, dude. Dude,
1: <laughs> the dude abides. You know that
2: that rug really tied the room together, did it not?
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Um, yeah, I've got a yeah. You know, the Bory and I, as we were tasting we were just staring at each other, trying to figure out that that spice that we were getting out of it. And that's that's when I got up and started going through the spice cabinet in the kitchen. Uh, there's definitely cardamom in there. There's definitely a a curry spice. It's you know, it's like they always say, you know, there is there's a difference between heat and spice. This is spice. This is not heat. This is there's a difference between pepper spice and a rye and this kind of spice this is more an herbaceous more an herbal spice it's again it's very interesting and i really i'm kind of excited to see where they're going with this black rye you know if if this is what they can get out of it and and you get some you know these guys and some other distilleries also working with this i'd, I'd really like to see where they could go with this yeah
0: it's it's not offensive no it's, no, it's I, not it's, offensive I, at all I'm
1: I'm, I'm I'm really digging the flavor profile on this and i'm really curious to see where this will go with time you know you know which direction it's going to go but yeah. you can only
2: pray they've held some back yeah and not commercialized and sold all of it because uh like i said i, I agree i think uh, another year or two in the oak um will do it wonders
1: all right, well our next whiskey up we're going to have Brent talk about so take it away.
0: This one is Kazuba and Sons. Bless you. bless you. It's a 45 percent. Uh, <laughs> hang on let, let
2: me tell you a little bit about the distillery before you move on. Um, the, the next whiskey is made by Kazuba and Sons. They're a distillery originally founded in 2005 by Papa Kazuba, a retired biochemist. And he operated for several years in Poland, and then the family decided to uh, emigrate to the United States, and they've uh, moved their operation to St. Petersburg, Florida, in their warehouse arts district. And my understanding is some of their initial releases were actually distilled in Poland and shipped over here, uh, already uh, partially matured. And then finished off here and bottled, and now their new make spirit is being distilled here uh, in St. Petersburg, uh, Florida.
1: Well, this one's made here because it says "product of St. Petersburg."
0: Yeah, product know. of St. Petersburg, and that's one of the other things is that when you get the bottle, it's like a it's like a vodka bottle, like you were talking about, and on the back labels they've got images that you kind of see in some of these these bottles. This yeah, one's they got
1: pictures on the back side of the labels. Is, yeah, so, yeah,
0: pictures on the back side of the labels of uh, cute of uh, yeah, stuff of a breasted woman and. A guy you know so yeah nice okay, i'll stop looking interesting. At the interesting interesting what he looked at first yeah right right exactly <laughs> they're pitching this to you exactly you know maybe when the maybe maybe she gets goes down a size or two when the bottle's empty i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well you sure don't <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah this is a light bronze color um you know the uh on the nose i got a very light spice notes um it's not very strong at all. That's a very light nose, and with the on the palate, I got some pepper, cloves, a little bit of vanilla. Got some black cherries in there too, and things. The um, and but the best part about this in about this bottle, besides the uh, the label on the back there, um, is the finish. Uh, the finish uh, it has a pepper and a clove finish that just lingers and lingers. It just sticks around for a long time, and it's not an offensive not an offensive bourbon at all it's it's very enjoyable and i i love the finish that's uh, you know it, you know this one's very light compared to all the other ones that we have here from florida are much darker so it's deceptive in a way but um this one here the bottle the label the finish everything i'm going to give it uh, three sips interesting yes it is very interesting it is. He's, very he's quite enamored with that label. Oh, I am extremely enamored with it. <laughs> and actually, we
1: tried their, their they sent us a bottle of their white dog, and their white dog is actually very nice.
2: Yeah. Very smooth and refined for yeah. a white it's dog. Not
3: just we'll be back. Destination, but baby, the whole elation, riding down this lover's avenue. Slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through roads and open windows, my hand is yours forever, sweet love, our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view.
1: And we're back and we're talking about whiskey from the great state of Florida. And uh, we were talking about the Mr. Rye from Kozuba Sun. Thank you. <laughs> Eventually, the audience is going to get that joke. <laughs> Why don't we have Maury and tell us what he thinks? Thank you, Bob.
2: I'm going to concur with a lot of uh, what Brent said. Uh, okay, again, then moving on. It's <laughs> an interesting whiskey. I love the fact that it's, uh, that it's made from uh, a rye malt and caramelized rye malt. So it's uh, interesting in that it's virtually 100% rye. There's no other grains in there. Um, I find it very intriguing, it's, uh, it's unusual, it's different than anything I've had before. I'm thrilled that uh, they've set up shop here in our great state and uh and they're heading in the right direction we we believe that this was aged uh for three years or more in full-size american oak barrels and i like the fact that they specify that because uh in contrast to our previous discussion uh where we believe that maybe the barrels were a little too small i think the larger barrels are going to avoid the problem of over oaking this one's got a really light golden color it's definitely lightest of almost anything we've drank today and um it's got a, a a very pleasant nose. It's got some interesting stuff going on in the nose. It's very uh, fairly complex, and uh, uh, doesn't have quite the viscosity as some of the other whiskeys. But it's uh, it's definitely nice on the palate. It's got a medium finish. Uh, I find it I find it really interesting. And with that, I give it three sips. Interesting. Well, Justin, what do you think? I
4: think it's um, sweet and light. I'd love to try it in uh, Manhattan with uh, dry vermouth because I don't think you'd even need the sweet vermouth with this rye. And I'd uh, love to see what else they come out with. I gave it two sips.
5: Well, isn't that nice?
4: All right. Um,
1: yeah, I found this very interesting. Uh, I, I picked up on the nose. I picked up some anise on the nose. I got some of the rye spice on the back palate. Um i don't know about the viscosity per se It's a little I, thin it yeah but at the same token i mean on the glass the legs are just huge on this so it's 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 a light feeling palette but there's 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 definitely some oil to this thing because i mean it definitely coats the glass um confusing and, it's confusing i've spent most of my life confused um I you know I, I I I agree with Brent on the finish. It's it's got a it's got a pretty decent finish on it. And, you know, a medium finish and it, it seems to go on for a good bit of time. Um uh,
2: give it a solid three. Interesting. Thank you, sir. May I have another. There you go. All right. Well, we're gonna have Maury talk about our next whiskey, so take it away. Thank you, Bob. Uh next will be the uh Wild Buck Rye Whiskey at fifty percent ABV. Wild Buck uh, Whiskey is a 100% rye whiskey made on an 80-acre farm in Wikiwachee Florida. Yes, that's Wachee, where they still do mermaid shows. Some of the rye is grown on the farm, and the rest is grown down the road in Brooksville, Florida. Each batch is made with this local rye, Florida rye, and with ultraviolet purified rainwater. Each batch is handmade, hand-bottled, and hand-labeled. So, these guys don't have a great water source. We did meet and speak with them at uh, a if recent. If you've ever time. been to
1: that part of the state of Florida, I, I, I met I met this gentleman and I met the two of them that, that run this place. And when they told me where they were, I, I just stared at him. And I said, How is it you make water, whiskey there? Because the water almost comes out in chunks in the faucet in this place. And that's when he told me he said rainwater. And I, I immediately I thought, That's brilliant, but it's also very limiting. But they seem to be doing well with it.
2: Yeah, so. we did. We both had the opportunity to meet them at a recent uh, Florida whiskey show. Uh, they're really super nice people. Yeah. You're not um, getting more
1: hands on. I mean, it's the two people that are making your whiskey yeah. or the two people that are bottling it, putting the yeah. labels on it, packing the boxes, and shipping it out.
2: Yeah, you've got Natalie and Kevin, and they're really. Uh, a wonderful, uh, wonderful group. They're uh, they're very passionate about what they do, and uh, yeah, they're in a remote part of the state. But uh, but there's definitely some interesting stuff going on there, especially if you're like mermaids. Oh yeah, I've been. Hey, I've been to the mermaid show. It's awesome.
0: I was just there last month. Yeah, exactly. It's very mm-hmm. cool.
1: Yeah. Elvis was there. There's a picture of him on the wall there. Mm-hmm. I can. I just can't imagine like in the fifties how. I mean, it's kind of remote now. I can't imagine back that far holy cow that's the edge of the universe yeah
0: i wonder if they've ever tried using the spring water from up there that instead of the rain water i mean that's they're right there where they're they're limited by rain but they apparently get enough they're
1: there i don't think they're close enough to that spring water so
2: and you got to wonder whether the rain water you know obviously is not the water we're used to limestone purified water low in iron etc etc you know i'm not sure what that influences has on this um
1: on this whiskey well it's going to be um, low in iron if it's rainwater for sure yeah. so that's that's the key but no limestone. because yeah. here's the thing you, you can't make whiskey with water without a higher iron content because it makes the whiskey it makes Fitter. it taste horrible and it makes it black so you know if you've got a high iron content in your water you you've either got to filter the living heck out of it or you've got to find a new water source so well this
2: particular whiskey is uh is interesting it's got um A youthful nose. Uh, A lot of grain on the nose. Uh, If I didn't know better, I think there was some corn in here. It's definitely got young grain uh, spirit on the nose. It's got a very nice color. Uh, It's it's, uh, golden with a little hint hint of copper. Um, It feels nice on the palate. Uh, It's an interesting whiskey. That's got um you know layers but in my view it's just a little bit young i think it's well made i'd like to see where it's going i'd love to see this whiskey aged um another year or two or three in oak uh i think they're making the right decision to using um full-size barrels um but i think it's just it's young for my palate it needs a little bit more time it's got plenty of uh plenty of proof on it i'm glad that they didn't proof it down any further uh hopefully they'll come out with a bonded version which will uh kind of uh, benchmark it for being uh both quality and and proof etc um i love that they're making it in florida and i love that uh they're they're making it near the mermaids so uh we all ought to make a field trip to see the mermaids and the whiskey well, i and, tried to
0: see the whiskey there but they were yeah, closed for were the closed.
2: Summer. yeah so with that i give it three sips Interesting. Maybe
1: they were just put up by the creepy guys standing at their fence post going, yeah. let me in, I nice yeah. smell liquor. <laughs> yeah. All right, Justin, what'd you think?
4: So I got a lot of spice on the nose and uh, I got a front end when I tasted of black pepper and then I got anise on the back end it had a pretty long finish for a young rye and uh, I'm really proud of the product that these people put out I gave it three sips
5: interesting
4: all right well when the first time
1: I tried this it reminded me of millstone rye out of Holland I mean it's it's very reminiscent it's got that you can tell it's 100% rye from that nose I mean it's just got that it's got that very distinct rye nose you know really well made like you said they're they're, they're doing the right thing and every year that this gets older i think it's just going to get better i think they're doing a great job with it i mean they're super nice people and you can just when you talk to them you can just see they're not doing this because it's a job they're doing it because they love it you know so more power to them they're, they're they're making a good solid whiskey i give it three sips
3: Interesting.
2: i mean i think if you live in florida you got to support these distilleries, even if you don't. You should support these distilleries. They're uh, they're all moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you live here. You got to have a Florida whiskey in your uh, in your collection, and uh, pour it for your guests when they come visit from out of town. And show them we're uh, we're not just about sunshine and suntan, but we got some great new stuff coming out. Come on, what do you think, Brent? <laughs> okay. Um and I I enjoyed
0: it but I'm not not as high on this as you guys are. I got the I got a little bit of bitterness in the black pepper um and I almost got a, like a graininess on the on the uh on the tongue and stuff but uh, this is not not my favorite one of the of the Florida of the Florida whiskeys here in the Florida bourbons but I'm just going to give this a two sips. Well, isn't that
5: nice? All right. For
1: our last Florida distillery, we're going to have Justin tell us about our next whiskey.
4: So the next whiskey we're going over is the St. Augustine Double Cask. And it's 46.9% alcohol by volume. Founded in the oldest continuously occupied city in North America. One of my favorite towns.
2: It's a great little town.
4: It is. The St. Augustine Distillery was established in a historic building originally built in 1907, 110 years ago, that once housed St. Augustine's first power and ice plant. The bourbon is made from a mash bill of 60% regional corn, 22% malted barley, and 18% regional wheat. Originally barreled at 125 proof and 25-gallon, oak barrels using several different char profiles. A portion of the spirit was then moved into 53 gallon barrels to continue aging while preventing over extraction. This first release is a combination of barrels ranging from 16 to 28 months of age. It is very dark in color. The nose is uh, very powerful. Um can be difficult to get used to. I've been smelling it a lot and I'm starting to get used to it. It's a definitely different profile than Kentucky bourbons of any kind I've ever had before. It's, um, very, uh, wine forward on the palate, And there's lots of wood in this thing on the front end. And uh, once the wood recedes, then the wave of wine kicks on. So if you love strong wine and oak, this might be the the whiskey for you. I gave
2: it two sips.
5: Well, isn't that nice?
2: I was wondering if he was doing the port finish as well. The
4: port finish is very similar to the double cask.
2: I, I didn't detect a lot of difference between either one. All right, well. Maury, what do you think? Um, well, I've been there, and I love the place. I love the history. I love the building. Uh, the ice plant's pretty spectacular. They've got a little cocktail bar around the side. Yeah, that, that cocktail bar is hopping. Yeah, and they're doing some really great stuff. And uh, I spent a lot of time and effort trying to source the first couple bottles coming out of there because I, I think that, and I do believe these guys are going to be the the, the stuff in in uh, time to come, this is a very nice first release. It's uh, it's well made. It's well put together. It's got beautiful color. It's got nice viscosity on the palate. Um, it's a little bit young, and uh, and I admit it that uh, I'm uh, I've been drinking bourbon a long time, and I like mature bourbon on the palate. This has got complexity. It's got layers. It's got notes. It's got a lot of interesting things going on but on the nose for me it's dominated by corn by young corn on the palate get a little bit the same i don't really agree with justin about the wine notes and wine forward i'm not really sure where that that comes from i do agree that the two expressions that they have are fairly similar but um but i don't get a lot of wine on either one of them um I, i think it's a really nice effort i think it's got a moderate finish um I gave it three sips. All right.
5: Interesting.
2: Brent, what do you think?
0: Well, the color, the colors on these are, like I said, they're, they're dark. It's a nice dark color, and th- that's a little bit deceptive because I'm expecting more flavor out of it when I when I see something like that. You know, you look at the bottle, you're like, yes, I'm gonna get that, gonna get those great flavors out of it. You know, but um, you know, you get some clove, some pepper, allspice, and oak. But I miss again. I'm missing the most of these florida bourbons i'm just missing that that vanilla and caramel yeah. and notes and, and you, that takes time to, yeah, to come to, out of the woods yeah, so, yeah exactly you know but so i'm so i'm
2: really missing that um you know and the uh right they're interesting but they're not the same as a classic kentucky bourbon yeah right
0: exactly that's and if the they whole weave thing them, and they
2: leave them in the barrel longer they'll start getting those notes so. yeah
0: and the, you know and they're using and of course they're changing the barrel here on this so they're using going in a, in a you know putting it from a small barrel to a large barrel but um you know you have the spice on the on the finish i got the spice notes on the on the front of the tongue but there's not much of a finish and to me the color is the best part of this bourbon you know it's so promising yet you know i feel a little let down you know and i guess let let down because of the age and let down because i'm kind of deceived by the by the color so but i'm just going to give this uh two sips
5: well isn't that nice
0: well, I can't really add much to what you guys have said.
1: Uh, you know, well made, well put together. Um, just needs more time. Um, you know, nothing fundamentally wrong with it. Just needs more time. Um, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two sips.
5: Well, isn't that nice?
1: And Brent's gonna tell us about the last one that we have for today from St. Augustine Distillery.
0: Okay, this is a St. Augustine Distillery uh, Port finished bourbon. Is 51% ABV. Uh, this release was made by taking their double cask bourbon and then finishing in port wine barrels from the San Sebastian Winery. It's, yeah, it's also right located, next door. Yeah. yeah, right, located right there in St. Augustine. They're, uh, they're they're using a local, another local source, so they're locally sourcing all you know as many of their products as they can. You know, they're and uh, they're also locally sourcing their wine barrels. So, the one thing about this is it's using a port wine barrel, but Almost nothing different in the, uh, in the flavor to it from, you know, the port finish doesn't give enough enough of an effect to it for me. So I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to give this a two sips.
1: Well, isn't that nice? Maury, what'd you think?
2: I agree with Brian. It doesn't really distinct uh distinguish itself very much from the first bourbon. Uh I think they increased the price. They really uh jacked the packaging up a little bit. Uh the small bottles are, are similar to the old, but uh it really doesn't do much for it. To me, I gave it two sips. I think it's a nice whiskey. Well, nice? But it's not quite there yet. Alright, Jessin. The
4: port finish one I found was very similar to the double cask. And um Definitely port forward on the nose. It had a longer finish than the double cask, and it was very sweet. And when you open this, let some air get to it. What? What's your rate? Three sips.
5: All right. Interesting.
1: All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. You catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud. Tune in, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play store. Be sure to tap subscribe, and the show will always be on your phone. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sips sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, please. Take the time to rate this episode. It really helps us out and it lets us get your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you, Maury. Bob, always a pleasure to be here in the
0: basement. It's a nice basement
1: here in it Florida. It really
0: is. And thank you, Brent. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I finally get the uh, correlation between all the crackers you got out in Florida. I understand <laughs> that now. <laughs> Listen, New
1: York boy, you're lucky we let you live here. Ay. yeah, ay. All right. For Simpsons and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Or cheap whiskey,
2: even or both or Or both both.
4: (laughs) I don't mind if it's cheap as long as it's good yeah well
0: hopefully these Florida bourbons will will
4: grow here
0: you know in in years they'll you know they can only get older that's their good sign yeah